This morning, Jay, is uh, I guess uh, I guess for some reason my email decides it didn't like you anymore. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of people that don't like me. I, I believe me, I, I get that. So, uh, the, the airlines don't like me sometimes. The Federal Aviation Administration's not a big fan of Jay sometimes. So, look, I've been doing this for 30 years now. I can I can take it. So that's not a problem. Well, we love you, Jay. I appreciate that. So, and the uh, story I was going to bring up, too, uh, that we had seen actually last week, late last week. Uh, today, by the way, Jay, is National Orange Day. And what an appropriate story for that, huh? <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, that would be, uh, well, if you're talking about the guys that were yeah. being charged uh, for the oranges, that that's a story I like because it was a uh, – you know, you had these four guys that were traveling, and yes, they were men, and they they show up with uh, a, a kind of a small crate of oranges they're going to take, and they're being told it's going to cost forty six dollars or something in excess bag fees. Now, these four passengers, yes, again, all men, decided they weren't going to pay that. So, in a very typical "I'll show you" fashion, they sat down, the four of them, and yes, they were all men, and ate what. 60 pounds of oranges or something, I think it was, between them. So they <laughs> took them 30 minutes to eat these as they were trying to prove their point. They were going to take them on without spending, what, I don't know, eight fifty a person or whatever it was going to cost them to take these things. And, uh, yeah, as a result, one of them later said uh, he never wanted to see a citrus again in the rest of his life because he was rather <laughs> sick of them. But, you know, th- there's times when people are told your bag is overweight and they start putting layers of clothes on to get through security. And I think uh, we had one guy that had 11 or 15 layers of clothes on, and the TSA <laughs> wouldn't let him through as he tried to waddle through. So, you know, there, there's times that people go to great lengths to try to, you know, not have to pay this or pay that. And, look, you can salute their efforts. And sometimes it's not a matter of them not having the money. They're just trying to prove a point like those previous four passengers who – we're all men. Now, had it been ladies, they'd have walked around. They'd have given those oranges out for free. They'd have been very put. Not those guys. Uh-uh. I'll show you. And oh, they did. Well, at least they won't have to worry about their vitamin C levels for a while, will they? <laughs> um, well, look, and they would get on an airplane. Is that going to have any issue with you and you're flying? I mean, I, you know, with any with any luck, the turbulence light or the turbulence hit the seatbelt light came on and stayed on and those poor guys couldn't hit the lavatory so <laughs> again did we mention they were all men exactly oh man. all right uh jay some uh, different sides of the spectrum regarding masks i mean look like the cdc may be um opening a little bit of a small window there could be exemptions for some as far as wearing masks but tsa looks yeah, like they, hammering down on mask wearing they are in fact the tsa has been instructed to find passengers $250 for not abiding by the mask policy as far as, A, having one or not covering your nose and mouth. And, look, they'll warn you before they slap you with a fine. They're not hoping you show up with, uh, you know, it under your nose so they can ding you. But if you're a repeat offender, it could go up to $1,500. But uh, President Biden, when he signed his executive order hours into his administration mandating the, uh, the masks uh, for all public transportation, uh, the CDC followed that up and said, okay, we we are saying that you need to wear the bandana, not the bandana mask, but an approved mask. And they also said that for people with disabilities who are physically unable to wear a mask, they would be provided an exemption. 
And the way this is worded, it kind of opens up the door for others with disabilities, medical disabilities that prevent them from wearing the mask when they travel that could possibly uh, also fly without one. Now, I'll tell you what's going to happen, guys, is you're going to have individuals that have asthma and other breathing problems that have not been able to fly. They're going to contact uh, American and Alaska, which are the two airlines right now that have indicated they're looking at kind of softening their militant mask policy, and they will probably do it. And then you'll have a few people and then a few more and then a few more flying without masks. And then you're going to start having these pictures hit the social media about how these airlines don't care about their passengers. They're letting people on without masks. They're endangering people's lives. All that stuff's going to happen. Because you remember when the mask stuff started, airlines did have this medical exemption in place. The problem was 48% of the plane (laughs) had some sort of a medical condition. And when people started taking pictures about these people crammed onto airplanes without masks, the airlines quickly recoiled. They backtracked, went to this militant mask policy that says, you know, two years of age and older, you wear a mask or we kick you off, maybe ban you for life, et cetera, et cetera. So if, if these two airlines soften their policy and people start flying, look to see what happens with social media and look how they're going to be absolutely hammered for not caring and then watch them quickly walk back that and then try to get away from some of the exemptions they put in place. All right, true travel tales. Jay Ratliff, not only travel tales, but also stock market tales as well. And uh, you're always great about uh, helping listeners out if they got a question for you. Yeah, we, I get I get so many interesting emails. You guys do an incredible job at, at educating the audience and because and, the questions I get are incredible. But if there's any uh, questions as far as stocks, yes, I, I still train people on flipping stocks and, and day trading, but also on the aviation side. If they reach out to me at jratliff.com and they have a, a question regarding a, an upcoming trip or a policy of an airline or a problem they're having, uh, by all means, reach out to me and I'll do everything that I can as my schedule permits uh, to get back with them and then work with them, especially if an airline's treating us crappy. I love going after them to remind them about what they need to do, which is why I told you at the beginning of the show uh, <clears throat> segment, uh, sometimes they don't like me very much, and that's the reason. We like to remind them of what their responsibilities are to those of us that actually pay and, you know, resemble a customer, which they seem to forgot. All right. Very good. Hey, Jay Ratliff, thanks so much. Hey, next week, let's hope I'm not junk mail, right? Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Jay. Thanks so much. Jay Ratliff, True Travel Tales. It's eight.